You're listening to Characters Here Podcast. I'm your host, author and artist, Sharday. On this podcast, we'll discuss life experiences, interview talented and amazing people, and share stories to inspire you for the better. The main focus is faith. So join the Characters Here family and sign up for the monthly newsletter at charactershere.com. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. This is Sharday with Characters Here Podcast. Don't remind me, okay? It's been too many months for this to be a season. I have been showing out. But y'all, I am officially back, okay? For I don't know how many episodes. I might be putting out one episode per day, a couple per, a few per week because I'm trying to catch up so that this season does not get abandoned. <laughs> so last, oh my goodness, I think that was back in May um, when we had started back up this season, I was uh, getting into just more of all that I've been reading and learning from studying the word, the Holy Bible of Yahusha HaMashiach, of um, the Holy God, uh, Yahuwah, um, Jesus Christ is Yahusha HaMashiach. And um, I just want to make sure that um, I get back on track because I need to do my part as a believer in him. I need to be a really good disciple and do my part, sharing the word with others, the gospel, the good news. It's such a great thing to do. I feel like that is the first priority when it comes to being a believer in the Messiah, in God. So I'm not saying that as soon as you say you're a believer, you just got to go out there and start doing stuff. No, it takes time to get there. It takes time to get to that point. Um, And then just for me, it just it doesn't feel like anything is being forced. It just you I want to do this. And that's what I enjoy about it more than anything. Um, is being able to share how good God is with those who may not know him or with other believers who who know how good God is. I mean, our lives are testimonies for anyone who um, is on the fence about anything. Find a true believer, someone who is not just on this religious trope. <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> but it's more so just genuine in, in how they um, live their lives and try to live it under his authority um i keep saying this because it keeps coming up living under following god's commands and laws and living under um his righteousness we do have a choice and if you choose to choose god if you decide to choose god know that you are choosing his freedom it's not the same freedom as what the world would see as being free um from the world's perspective, being free is more of a do what you want type of liberation where if you want to live however you want, nobody's in your business. Like you can go and choose to do whatever you want for life, good or bad. Like there's no um, restraints on it, whether you <laughs> whether you get repercussions for it, um, like going to jail or or dying for whatever crazy thing you do. It's your life is freedom. That's what like. And it doesn't have to be that bad either. It could be like, you know, you want to be a teacher, you want to be a doctor, you want to do this for a living, and, you know, that's all you're focused on. Who is God? Don't care about that. You know, that's uh, those are the types of freedoms where it does not have anything to do with God, where it's just you living for you and what you're trying to do in life, you know? Um, but the, fr- the liberation and the freedom that God gives, it's a righteousness. It's when you choose that when you, when you choose to live under his rule and authority. And please know 
that his freedom is not the world's freedom. So now I've explained the world's freedom. I'm going to explain God's freedom. God's freedom is living righteously. It's living how a believer would live. Unlike somebody who's just trying to be a good person, you're living to make sure your reflection of who um, Yah is, who Yahweh is, how good he is. You're not going to seek revenge when people do you wrong. You're not going to be looking for, um, like, trying to get ahead in the world. Like, that's not what you're looking for. Um, you're living your life because you still have to live life, but you're doing it under his authority, under his rule. And the way to do that is to love God first, which is when you live how he told you to live, and to love the, love his creation, love others, love your neighbor, Look out for other people and understand that not everybody is looking out for you, going to have your back and treat you the way you want to be treated. But even in that, you still have to understand that that's just how people are. As long as you check yourself and live according to God's rule, that's what matters. Because somebody is watching, somebody's always watching, and you never know who you can influence. Your ways and your behaviors, your thoughts, what you say, how you move in this world, people are watching it good or bad so um and just know just because you are doing all these things don't mean that people are gonna be like giving you an applaud or giving you an award saying oh good job and that's not even what you're living for in the end all these things will perish they'll be done away with but what you live your life for for God because of how good he is no matter what you go through in your life he's told us he's told all his children that he has a plan for us in this world, dying is not the end for us. There is more to come for us. So that's the whole point of it all. It's not just to seek an award that we only going to get while we're alive. <laughs> a lot of times, believers don't get those good things while they're alive. They won't get them until after they have died and then they go to heaven. So in this righteousness, please know that there are laws, there are commands, there are in translation, there, there are standards. God gives us standards and morals to live by, and that's the freedom under his righteousness. So it's, again, how you treat other people, your hospitality towards strangers, how you um, how you operate, how you choose to live your life um, according to his instruction. Again, you can live life how you want to be free according to the world's definition of freedom or you can live under righteousness according to god's freedom know that this freedom does have limitations um i know a lot of people say we have free will i don't like to use that because in in saying free will for one it does is not in the bible it came from somebody i had read it a while back but um it's like a whole philosophy type of a term in free will to me, when I would hear it, it sounds like you can choose to either follow God or not. That's how I look at free will. Now, some a lot of believers look at um, free will to be like, you know, even though you believe in God, you can still do whatever you want to do. Or, you know, that's what it comes off as. And I don't want to confuse anybody. So I don't use that. I just say you either choose to have freedom in the world or... Or freedom according to God's will, which is under righteousness. You want to live a godly life. And I just wanted to just make sure that I give you everything as much as I know. So that you yourself will have, you know, more to go by. So when I was talking about free will and how it's just not from the Bible. 
I did a Google search again and I came across from Wikipedia. It says Dr. Alistair McGrath concurs entirely with another person named Freed. Uh, this, the term free will is not biblical, but derives from Stoic, Stoicism, Stoicism. Um, it was introduced into Western Christianity by the second century theologian, uh, theologian Tertullian. I think that's how it's pronounced. And so now I'm going to look up Stoic, Stoicism, correction, Stoicism is defined as the endurance of pain or hardship without the display of feelings, without complaint. And then the second point, second definition says an ancient Greek school of philosophy founded at Athens by Zeno of Citium. The school taught that virtue, the highest good, is based on knowledge. The wise live in harmony with the divine reason, also identified with fate and providence that governs nature and are indifferent to another word that I can't pronounce <laughs> of fortune and to pleasure and pain. Stoicism is a school of Hellenistic philosophy that flourished in ancient Greece and ancient Rome. The Stoics believe that the practice of virtue is enough to achieve eudaimonia, a well-lived flourishing life. And all of this falls up under this whole free will thing. So I just want to clarify my opinion, my belief of this whole what is free will. And again, I don't like to use the word, the term, because to me, free will comes off as, um, especially if you say it in a text of where believers, people that believe in Yahweh, the God of the Holy Bible, to mean that, oh, as long as you are saved, you can do whatever you want. And I know that, well, that's how I that's how I see it when I hear it. But I know that most people who believe in God will use it to say, you know, as a believer, um, you know, I have free will to either choose God or choose the world. But for me, because I did not find this in the Bible, um, even translated from its original uh, language to English, to me, I just don't associate it with something God gives us, if that makes sense. And also, I wanted to give like a Bible verse just to understand why people may say God gives us free will. So this is from the book of Joshua, chapter 24, verses 14 to 15. And it says, Now, therefore, fear the Lord, serve him in sincerity and in truth, and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the river and in Egypt. Serve the Lord. 15. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So I take that to mean, you know, you have a choice. You're either going to choose God or you're going to choose the world or whatever else that you believe or whatever else your ancestors and your parents believe, you know. But I just wanted to let y'all know that was the research that I did on free will because I've heard it often, but when I started reading the Bible for myself and studying it, I did not find that in there. Now there is this thing with predestination. I understand it completely as yes, we are I do believe that we are predestined, that not in the sense that we don't have a choice. We do have choices. You gotta understand we are human beings. God created us. We will not understand how this ultimate amazing all-knowing God came up with how all this is going to work okay 
So if you're trying to understand that, you will fail. <laughs> Don't try to make it so complex to where your human mind is getting a headache. Don't do that. Stop overthinking this. Okay. I understand this to mean that God, who created everything, created all of us humans, knew how this was all going to play out. Okay. He knows the choices and the decisions you're going to make, what you're going to run into, what you're going to do when this happens and that happens. He knows all of that. Okay. And so he knows the ones that are going to choose to believe in him and those who are not. That does not mean that you do not have the choice in, in making the decisions that you make. You still have those choices. Okay. It's just that God already knew that. To me, I would rather have and believe in a God that knows what's going to happen that way. He knows how to take care of me and help me in these situations than something that doesn't. And that to me makes a lot of sense. But if it doesn't for you, it doesn't. And again, don't overthink it. As a believer, we won't know everything. I am okay with that. God has already told us basically the main things we need to know. This is why Jesus came. This is why we need him. And this is what's going to happen to the world if they don't believe. And this is how it's all going to end. To me, that is the most important things. And then each person gets more information as they progress through life. For me, it's why it's important to continue to study the word, to continue to learn about God, to know about God, all that he has for you. And I think as things happen in your life, God reveals more to you. But there are certain times and days and whatever it may be that God will let us know more information. But I just think we shouldn't overthink things. And I also want to get back to what I was initially getting at with free will is something that I just I don't follow or say because it doesn't come from the word. It's a philosophy, you know. Let me get back on track. Not saying that you're going to always make the right choices, but please remove those pressures. You the, the whole point of life is a test. You're going to encounter things <laughs> that you probably thought you would never encounter, go through things you probably never thought you would go through. But it is a test. For one, maybe your first reaction to it may not be the best. But when the second time it comes around, if there's a second time and you live through it, now you are equipped and you know how to better handle these situations. And that's also why it's very important to fellowship with other believers and to especially have older, more mature believers around you who can guide you and lead you in the right direction. Let you know like, hey, um, I've been through this <laughs> it was back in 1978 when this happened. It may be a different time, but <laughs> if you operate the way God tells you to, you'll be all right. You know, things like that. So I just kind of wanted to get into that. Uh, this episode is going to be really short. It's just me being a, like a refresher, a kind of like reminder. So reading the word is always a reminder to me of where I came from, how to live so that I am in, um, not saying that I'm trying to be in a f influence to the next potential sister and brother in the faith. But again, you just never know who's watching you. Um, and then please know that God is always watching you. So that should be the first priority. Like God is always watching you. Everything you do, even something, even if you think ain't nobody watching, God is going to be watching and you don't know who he got watching you. <laughs> His angels are still around. So in saying all this, y'all, I hope that when you choose or if you choose to live for God, that you do it genuinely. Do not force this. I don't care how many grandmothers and um sisters you got in the church if it if you ain't rocking with it and it ain't genuine 
don't do not fake this. Do not force this. It is not worth it. It is best to be either hot or cold. This is in the word. It's best for you to be hot or cold, either before or against God, than to be riding that fence. That fence is not a place you want to be. So either choose to be. You can't be neutral. You cannot be neutral in this situation. Even when you say you're neutral, you're still making a choice. So you either choose to live for God or you choose choose to live for the world. The reason why I chose to live for God is because the world, the things that it was offering me, everything it told me to do right, I did it. I was like, I am um, a law-abiding citizen. I follow the rules. I went to college. I'm doing all these great, awesome things. In return, I am not getting <laughs> what you all said I should get. Like, I deserve this. You know, and then that's another thing, too. The world gets makes us big-headed a lot of times, no matter what we do. And so that's another thing, too. I had this mentality that because I followed all these things that the world says makes you a good person, um, that I will be getting rewarded for those things. And this is the funny part. I received some of those awards, but it wasn't enough. The world also teaches you that it's never enough. You got to keep getting this and you got to keep getting that and you got to keep going up and you got to keep getting to the next level and you got to keep. That is tiresome. That will wear anyone out. Um, sometimes I just be looking at how different people live in different countries and some people are just so happy <laughs> with their little shack or, <laughs> or with, you know, just walking here and there like then too, it's it's. It's your environment. Environment can be a big influence on how you see the world. So it's also a good thing to just pay attention to not just the country you live in, but to pay attention to everything, everywhere, everyone. Not so that you can respond to it all or not so that um, you can try to, you know, find your way or fit yourself into the, into the society or what may have you. You really just want to be aware of the things around you. So when things again come up in your life, you know how to be equipped. You know how to handle it. Again, y'all, I am no expert um, as far as like you. I'm not a, a pastor. I'm not a, a deaconess. I'm not any of those things. But what I try to do is to provide what I can for those who what I've been through, what my journey's been like and how amazing it is. God is the only one who did it for me. And he can do it for you, too. I hope y'all enjoyed this. I pray that y'all have a great day out there. Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to Carrots is Here podcast. If you made it to the end of this episode, please leave a review and share Carrots is Here podcast with everyone you know. And remember, don't be a stranger. Be a character. Be a character. Be a character.